Uh, so I reached out to our friend Golden Eagle this morning and said, hey, can you give us a few minutes today and give us your take on what happened over in Rome? And uh, glad to say that Marcel is joining us now to uh, talk about what happened. Uh, Marcel, thanks for calling. I appreciate your time as usual. Good morning, sir. Uh, we're live right now? We're live right now. We're on the air. No cursing, okay? <laughs> oh, still, I feel bad about that. Um, no, don't. Um, hey, so uh, uh, the papal apology it was a surprise to me. Was it a surprise to you? And how important is it? Well, it was a surprise. I mean, if then it's very important. Um, could have picked a better day, but uh, realistically, uh, it's a good thing. I spoke to my mother about it because I still have. Uh, a little jaded attitude um, when talking about uh, the, the the apologies that are required. I think from church and government with regards to residential school uh, era in the 60s scoop. But I spoke to my mother this morning about it, and um, it's a sense of relief for all the people that attended the, the residential school and their families. Um, and and uh, it's about time is one of her references. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll help with people um, in their healing journeys. Yeah, talk, uh, tell, explain that to me, Marcel, because we've played some clips from people who are in Rome, and that, that's what they were talking about. It allows them almost to, to close a door and move on into healing. Just uh, why, is, why was this apology so important as part of the healing process, the reconciliation process? Where does it fit in? Well, it, it's an acknowledgement. It's an acknowledgement of the wrongs that were done to the Native people of, uh, of this continent. Uh, in the name of progress or or colonialization or or uh, the great move west or what have you taking up the lands of the of the native people in order to um, to uh, to to populate our lands right and so there's a bigger conversation that needs to be had and that's with regards to our our land our country and and whatnot um, and and the apology is is one of those great first steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spoke to my siblings about it this morning because we didn't attend the the traditional idea of what an Indian residential school is. Um, but we still uh, experience some of those abuses. We still experience some of that racism, but not to the extent uh, that residential school survivors experienced it. And this um, this apology from the top, from the Pope, uh, I think he's the 16th Pope, um, is welcome and necessary in order for the world to understand and for, in order for the country to understand that it, that reconciliation starts at the top, top of the churches, top of, top of the government, top of the justice, and it starts with each individual. And, uh, and this is a good first step. Hopefully uh, the Pope will come to Canada and, and visit the, the Aboriginal communities, well, let's say the, the Native communities, uh, across the country, visit the First Nations, the Métis, the Inuit, and not just make one global umbrella of an apology and just visit those communities. Come to our sun dances, come to our our sweat lodges and meet the people, right? Don't just come and meet the government and, and make a, an apology in some great cathedral over in, in western Can- eastern Canada. Come out and meet the people. Come to the communities. I think that'd be fantastic. 
he has said that he wants to do that and you know in his comments today he said he was he was moved by you know the the culture and um the connection to the culture and he sees he was talking about the intergenerational trauma i'll just i'll just play it for you marcel that's easiest instead of me trying yeah. to put it into the words of what he said this is um this is what he said today i found this really important it's chilling to think of determined efforts to instill a sense of inferiority, to rob people of their cultural identity, to sever their roots, and to consider all the personal and social efforts that this continues to entail, unresolved traumas that have become intergenerational traumas. So, Marcel, like you say, he acknowledges the past wrongs and the damage that it did and all the things that took place. But he also talks about how it continues to today. And I know this is what you work on now. You're still dealing with the intergenerational trauma. How important is it that the Pope stood up and said, I recognize that this is still being felt today? Well, it's important. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, society looks down on on people that are suffering social issues, whether it's alcoholism, drug abuse, incarceration, or whatever our people are, and many different people are going through. Um, but it's residual effects of the residential school. It's the residual effects of the 60s group and the, the governments of Canada taking the Indian out of the child, right? Yep. And then I, I started my own group home here in Edmonton. It just opened up. We did a grand opening on March 23rd. And uh, I hate to say this term, I hate to say this term, but it's my responsibility, I believe, to put the Indian back into the child, right? It's up to us as Native people to help heal our own people. We have the resources amongst ourselves and in our, in our elders, in our sweat lodge ceremonies, in our Sundance ceremonies, in our own teachings. And that's the foundation of my group home. That's the foundation of the treatment center I'm opening with the community in eastern Alberta. In Frog Lake, we're opening a a treatment center that's going to help youth um, reunify with their culture, their language, their ceremony, and their people, right? And we're putting the Indian back into the child, one child at a time. Hey, Marcel, why do you say you hate to use that term? Why do you hate to say, put the Indian back in the child? Why why do you feel that way? Because we're not Indian people. We're Nehiawak, we're Ashinaabe, we're Mohawk, we're Lakota, we're Dene, you know? Uh, the Indian, uh, the Indian word that doesn't describe who we are. That's a government label that was used to describe who our people were. If they used our language, they would know we were Ashinaabe. They would know we're Nehiwak, right? And so it's up to us to put the Nehiwak back into the child. But I use that term because that's that's the term that John A. McDonald's government used um, at the time of uh, Confederation. Gotcha. Um... Uh, uh, Chief um, Gerald Antoine said this was an historic day. Um, how historic is it, and how how where does it fit in terms of this journey that we keep saying we're on towards reconciliation? Um, what does today mean on, on that path? Well, it's opening a door. Okay, right? we the, the the Pope's apology is opening that door. They put the key into reconciliation. They've turned the key, and now they're going to open that door. I believe they need to visit this country and visit the Native people, the Métis people, the Inuit people, and, and express those, those apologies personally over a table, over a ceremony with a handshake or something, presenting of tobacco and protocols, our way of doing things. Right? And I think the government needs to be involved with that. I listened to Justin 
Trudeau this morning talking about uh, the Pope's apology and how he was specific in how the Catholic Church accepted the blame for what they did. But the government was also involved. The government also had a place to, to, to play in that. And it, get, it seems to get lost in translation after former PMO, PMO Stephen Harper made the apology. Uh, nothing substantive has been done since then. I drove my mother to the ceremony when uh, Stephen Harper made the apology, and uh, it was a great thing. But it, it lost some steam somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so each progressive government, each elected pre- government that's come into place hasn't picked that reconciliation up wholeheartedly and, and, and walked with it. You know, that's something we need to do. Um, the, the, the settler community, the Canadian community needs to do on their own. Native people can't drive the reconciliation bus. That's not up to us. That's up to the Canadian government, the Canadian people. Marcel, it's always so uh, it's so rewarding to, to bring you on. I thank you for your time. Uh, we'll, we'll chat again soon, my friend. I got it. Do you have one minute? Go quick, real quick. Hey, or how about this? Can you hold for three minutes, and then I'll give you a couple minutes when we come back? Sure, I'll grab a okay. coffee. Yeah, let's do that. We'll put uh, Marcel on hold for a few minutes and come back after the 11.30. And we're talking with uh, Marcel, Golden Eagle, getting his take on the papal apology this morning. Uh, you, had, you had something else that you wanted to say, Marcel? Oh, yeah. Well, I've got a couple things. i got okay. lots to say. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I know but, you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when I spoke to my mom this morning, um, my mom's 80, 80 years old, and she went through the residential school experience maybe not to the same uh, degree as, uh, as a lot of the people that experienced uh, the hardships, the rapes, uh, the beatings, you know, the stamping out of their cultures. Um, we talked about that, and she said that uh, the, the papal apology is a good first step. Uh, but she also spoke about the Ukrainian community in Canada, you know, and that's just like my mother to think about other people, uh, even in, in good times and bad times like this is uh, the Ukrainian people, she said, experienced similar similar things to the Native people when they first arrived here in Canada. They had uh, their language and their culture was under attack from from the church and certain segments of government and society. And she said that hopefully one day the Canadian government and the churches would apologize to the Ukrainian people for, for the treatment they received when they first arrived here in our country. And I think... Um, because we've done so so through many things, the Ukrainian people and the Native people have a relatively great relationship. Um, just like the Choctaw people in the USA have a great relationship with the Irish people based on our sufferings and how we've helped each other cope, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's just something she had talked about. And um, You know what, Marcel, it's really weird. I was talking to Sarah during during the news break there. Sarah's yeah. from Two Hills, and she has Ukrainian family. And we were, she was talking about going home this weekend or whatever, and, we were ta- and she was saying, you know, how a lot of her family, the Ukrainian family, say, yeah, it was the natives when they came over that, that really helped them, that really, you know, and they, and they spent a lot of time together. And like you say, they have that, that shared experience. Oh, for certain. My dad and his brothers used to work with a lot of the Ukrainian people around um, um, St. Paul Two Hills, there's a yeah, bunch of different yeah. communities, right? They used to work and farm with them. So there's a lot of uh, synchronicities there and synergies there. But realistically, I think my mom's onto something that the Ukrainian people do need um, an apology, just like the First Nations, the Metis, and Inuit. They need that acknowledgement so that they too can move on and perhaps finally find their place in the fabric of Canadian society. 
And the other thing I want to talk about is, is perhaps right here on the radio, we invite the Pope to come to Canada and say, come to our communities, come to Frog Lake First Nations Powell and apologize. Make that apology there or to Fort Chip or to Iqaluit, you know, or to somewhere in eastern Canada. Come this year. Don't wait, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and let's, let's, let's kick off this reconciliation journey together. Maybe we've got some momentum based on what happened today. And like you say, we've had it before. Uh, it's the it's the sustaining it that we need to continue to walk with it, which is a great way of putting it. Yes, and, and we, make, we need to make that commu- the commitment, not just government, not just church, but but uh, the Native community and, the, and the, Canadian, the Canadian society. We all need to work together towards uh, reconciliation. I, I firmly believe that... Um, that the Pope needs to visit our communities and come and, and ask for that forgiveness and make that apology. May not always get it, and maybe people are still not ready to talk to the Church, but it's a good first step. Yeah, It oh. really is. I think the door is opening and, and towards reconciliation, and uh, maybe we can start having those discussions for our lands and uh, returning our lands and our minds and resources and being becoming a part of the government of Canada, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're seeing some progress. And Marcel, I always appreciate uh, you taking some time with us. And uh, you have a good day, my friend. One more thing. Quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> I've changed your name, Shay. I've changed your okay, name. Okay, what do I know? I've changed your name to something that you can appreciate, but that doesn't talk about you in the personal. And it is now Wapastim. Wapastim? Yeah. What does that mean? It's like the sacred white horse. Sacred White Horse. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. It's That's a, good a one. really Wapa Stim. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I'll send you a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Marcel. Take care, my friend. You too. Right. See you later, bud. Bye-bye.